Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Alexander Damish. He's Senior Director of IoT Solutions at Wind River Systems, and we're here at the Embedded Systems Conference to talk about the Internet of Things. Isn't that right, Alexander? Welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Well... What I've been trying to do with this show is try to separate the buzz from the reality. And one of the things about the Internet of Things, it's a, it's interconnected intelligent systems. So when it comes down to things like power management, it's as much the software as it is the hardware, right? I think you already nailed it. It's not about the technology and how great technology is. It's about the application. So how do we enable value by doing great stuff and connecting things? Exactly. And it's all about the connections now. Because you could have actually an inefficient system, but if you have intelligent management, it becomes an efficient system. Absolutely. And let's if we go back to the application again, why are people uh, you know, paying money for something? The reason because it's a value. And the value is generated by a specific application, which is the power management, uh, you know, efficiency, availability in these things. And how do we get that? We get that by getting insight into the you know, data and everything. And on top of that, we can make smarter decisions. Instead of you know, storing information, we take real information. Uh, instead of you know, predictive maintenance or preventive maintenance, we really already know ahead of time what's going to go wrong and can make sure that we avoid downtime. And these are really the key things people are looking at. And how do we enable that? That's, like, I think, the key question for IoT. Well, and that's interesting that you bring that all together because you're absolutely right. IoT is also about big data. It's also about understanding big data and applying that big data to create that efficiency. Uh, exactly. And uh, the interesting challenge there is a lot of stuff is already out there. And by the way, IoT is not an invention of industrial or energy. It's been in the military for many uh, years where uh, having information, connecting information, making smart decisions has been out there for many years. And we're trying to do exactly the same thing here. Well, IoT, you're right, it's a philosophy. And it's more about how do you apply that philosophy. As you say, the applications are critical. So why don't you tell us something about what you're doing now to help move that ball forward. Yeah. So, you know, on a high level, we're trying to support the business transformation. What does it mean? You know, that's another nice password here. So, we help people to connect existing assets in a secure way, get the information, and then build applications on the IT side. So, how does it work? So, from a brownfield point of view, meaning getting installed base into the IoT, we have a technology we call Gateway, where you connect them in a secure way, you manage it, and then you can write an application on the IT side, where, by the way, if you want to innovate, it's much faster and cheaper to do so. And you can connect it to the business systems, like an ERP system, uh, to have even more information and then uh, provide predictive maintenance, uh, adaptive analytics, uh, services instead of selling devices. You know, the whole transformation of selling a box. Uh, now we're selling a service, a yearly service, which is absolutely what IoT is about. And this is, uh, you know, simply put, enabling that with uh, existing assets, gateway, cloud solution, out of the box today. And that's the important thing I'm really glad you brought up, that you can take this technology, Wind River's technology, and apply it to existing assets and make them, quote-unquote, smarter so that you can get that efficiency. But I also wanted to bring up the security aspect because it's critical. Absolutely. That's a really good point. So the key element that's preventing IoT uh, in this space in some areas is security and integration. And we tackle both. Security, we make sure that 
our devices, if you start them up, you cannot jailbreak them or root them. If you think about uh, you know, iPhone jailbreaking, it's not possible. So we save it at the uh, you know, boot up time, we protect it at runtime time, and we protect the data. With that, if you talk about energy now, if you look at NERC SIP to talk about the security parameter, we make sure that adding the gateway, you're actually creating a security parameter underneath, and you protect every access to these assets, but still you unlock the data, which is exactly why you do it. Exactly. And then you would also mention being able to tie into other asset management, other big data software programs. Are you agnostic in that sense? Yeah, that's, that's really key. So it's built on open standards because IoT, the value is um, by integrating an existing ecosystem and new ecosystems. So we have uh, the openness from the gateway and agent technology, which is now in all of our runtime systems, to connect to other systems, but also our cloud system can connect to any other asset out there. And then if you look on top of the you know, cloud system, uh, you may want to connect to, um, again, the SAP, Oracle, whatever. We use API management from our um, sister Intel system, Mashery, where you have a secure access, you can monetize the API, and you can connect the system together in a you know very efficient way, and it's totally open. You know standards like you know JSON, whatever um, IT standards, connect everything together and make sure you make more out of the assets you have out there. Very nice. So there's the element of taking existing assets and modernizing them. Yeah. What if I have new product? Oh, uh, that's a really good point. So. Uh, after adding new assets, you obviously want to modernize, and the first thing people are trying to do is to reduce devices, consolidate things. Now, if people are redesigning a system today, our runtimes are ready today with complete agent technology for secure connectivity up in the cloud. Uh, it's all in there. We allow function virtualization, so if you want to combine assets and move away from a box thinking to a service thinking, we allow full function virtualization on the device level as well as the network level. And with that, you know, we are uh, moving away from an CAPEX thinking to an OPEX thinking. How can I make sure that I run something more efficiently instead of thinking about, you know, how to maintain a device for the next 50 years? Mm -hmm. Now, Alexander, one of the questions I always ask is, how much hand-holding do you provide? I mean, obviously, the better you can integrate a solution, the better the solution will function. So what do you do to help the engineer make sure that they optimize what you're giving them? Yeah, that's a really interesting point because there are two paths to that. First, if you look at IoT, People need a lot of hand-holding, so we have a complete services division which now optimized uh, their offering for IoT services. But also there is a complete new market out there of people who just think about applications and don't bother about building devices. And for them, we have the application-ready devices, so they take a ready-made device from a partner with our stack fully integrated and just concentrate on the application. So really both sides. Hand-holding were needed, but also very easy entry for guys with great new years with a complete out-of-the-box solution. Excellent. Now, one thing I always do in my talk show is I allow my guests to have the last word, partly because I talk too much, but you can talk. You can say a little bit more about Wind River product or about the marketplace or just a tip for our audience, but Alexander, the floor is yours. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So, if you look at IoT, I think there's a huge opportunity for startups. People who have domain knowledge but did not in the past have the ability to build up a complete new empire, they can now really take their idea, take something like an application-ready platform, 
build a service and innovate the market with very low effort but really a lot of attention of the market. That's a great opportunity. So I think people should go out there, take their vision and ideas and start implementing it. Oh, I, can, I cannot agree with you more, Alexander. These new tools, these new capabilities are completely empowering to the startup, to the entrepreneur. Yeah. Very exciting space, very exciting time to be here. That's why I love it. Thank you so much for being here today with me, Alexander, especially in a busy show like this. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. Oh, the pleasure's mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to listen to us because we wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Don Power. Have a great day.